Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. My name is Sean Holko and I am the sports editor. On this week's episode, Ashton Byers chats with the co-founder and director of the esports team here at Sacramento State, Donna Walters, otherwise known as Basic Tech. Ashton and Donna chat about the history and culture of esports and how it is here at Sacramento State. Now, Ashton and Donna. with Donna, Basic Tech Walters. She is the co-founder and director of eSports. Hi, thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This is really great. Mm-hmm. Can you just give me a little rundown of the history of Stinger eSports? Absolutely. So Nick Palsgaard is the founder of eSports here at Sac State, and he started a community of gamers that are dedicated to and passionate about the gaming industry. So originally he came on campus and was looking for a community that uh, had other passionate gamers like himself that he wanted to connect with, and he wasn't able to find one, so that's why he created this community to start with. About uh, summer of last year, I came aboard as a transfer student, and I was really looking for a community myself uh, regarding esports because it started really becoming popular on college campuses, and I found out that they had about a little less than 20 members that were signed up uh, on their membership roster. And I told Nick, I said, you know, let's let's partner because we can create something as huge as like UC Irvine because UC Irvine has an entire esports you know community program. Uh, they're at the varsity level at this point, do a lot for the community and, and go on competitions you know nationally. So we ended up uh, partnering on that, and he agreed. And so we took the community from less than twenty last summer to. Uh, now we have roughly over four to 600 members altogether, uh, including community members here within Sacramento community, student members, uh, alumni, and uh, industry partners as well. Oh, wow. That's really neat. So you kind of just touched on that, how you've been growing. Um, do you have any plans to expand on that as far as numbers go? Absolutely. So we're always looking for top talent to start with our competitive portion. We do compete currently in TESPA, which is a, uh, the collegiate bracket for Blizzard. And uh, we also compete with um, Riot's League of Legends uh, collegiate bracket as well. So when we are competing in these different avenues, we are competing against other universities, other colleges, and we want to make sure that we are beating them. Uh, so far, we have a great win record. We actually went to the state fair this last year uh, and placed second in the Open Overwatch tournament. So that was the, the state fair's inaugural tournament, and, and we got to take home a medal. So that was great. Oh, that's awesome. So do you, how many universities do you guys play against? Do you know? We pretty much play against anybody that, uh, that wants to or is, is available to. So at this point, TESPA, uh, that's the one that we compete in mostly. And they include you know, about 300, 400 different colleges and university teams. So they can range from either varsity level teams or club level teams. And when they, you know, set up these, these different tournaments, then uh, we, we compete with all these different random colleges and universities there. When it comes to building relationships within this whole collegiate sector for esports, uh, we, you know, build partnerships with like UC Davis and UC Berkeley. UC Irvine is somebody that we really want to play against. Um, Boise State was one that we just recently did a show match and ended up winning uh, three to zero, I believe the score was. So uh, we were really proud of that accomplishment. So with competing against other colleges, is there like a centralized location you meet um, on campus to like practice or do you can you just sit at home and you're all just logging at a certain time? 
that that's a great question. So we are actually working towards getting a specific area dedicated here on campus. So that way our student athletes are able to come over and, you know, congregate in one particular location to train, to develop, to receive feedback on uh, video reviews and, you know, really to help kind of connect and, and build that competitive uh, nature, if you will. And so currently, since we don't have that, we're reaching out to various department heads to find out if they're able to help us with that. Um, we've talked to a couple of, of places. Uh, the union is one of them. Um, they're you know looking into potentially helping us. Uh, College of Engineering and Computer Science is another one that's looking into potentially helping us. So we're out there talking right now, networking to find that. At this point in time, because we don't have anything, everybody does play either from the dorms, from their own homes, uh, or if we go to in-person tournaments, uh, we then we'll we'll congregate over at the in-person tournaments as well. Okay, cool. How do you pick the games that you choose to play? So really, it's based on popularity. So at this point in time, League of Legends is really popular. Overwatch is really popular. That's where the majority of our players kind of come from. That's where their passion lies. And so we want to really harness what that passion looks like. One of these days, we really want to start. Uh, you know, forming like an actual broadcasting team. So we're collecting information about students that might be interested in broadcasting esports games. And at that point, we would probably pick things that are rated T for teen, uh, just so that way we can, you know, have, show them to the general audience. And it's not uh, showing something that's M for mature or uh, some other rating that the ESRB dictates may not be appropriate or suitable for all audiences. Since you just picked, you just, you just went to my next question, the uh, mature and the, all that audience. Um, I'm interested in learning about the gaming culture. Do you, what's your opinion on that? So it's, it's a mixed bag because I personally love this community and, mm -hmm. and not just the one here on Sac State, but the one, just the gaming community as a whole. So I attend various events uh, like BlizzCon. I'm actually, this is my third year in a row that I'm going to be going. Um, and I really feel like home when I'm there and the people that you meet there, there's, they're just so amazing. They're so passionate. They're so kind. They're so caring online. People get frustrated. So you will get your portion that, you know, are kind of toxic. However, uh, it, it can be neutralized really quickly if you can just step up and say, Hey, you know, that's not cool. I'm just trying to hang out and play, you know, whatever. And, uh, and usually that it tampers down a little bit. But just like any other industry, any other hobby, you're always going to run into those people that are just the jerks. And um, but the majority of these people are just amazing. And I and I absolutely love being part of this. Right. So you think that that's just the competitive nature of any athlete? It's the same and <laughs> online. It, it can be. It can be. People definitely get frustrated if they're not playing up to their standards or, mm. you know, if they're just totally getting wrecked. Um, you know, so, yeah, there is some competition in there. I think anonymity online mm -hmm. is another thing, too. If people feel like, you know, nobody knows who they are, they're more prone to speak out. Uh, you know, but same thing with like social media. You know, right. you see that all the time with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, people say things that they would never say to your face. Mm hmm. So how do you combat that? Has it ever gotten to the point where you had to step in um, as your, your role of um, the director? Or So that's that's a good question. So we really focus on our, our, our leadership team really focuses on creating a culture of inclusion and diversity. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest things that we focus on. So what we do is we implement these guidelines to say these are the expectations if you want to be a member of our community you know you need to treat others with respect there is none of this you know uh, bad manners or what we call bm 
uh, that's allowed here. You know, when we go and compete against other schools, you know, you need to have good sportsmanship and say good game at the end of the round. You know, don't do uh, specific things that are going to make you look like you're a toxic person because that's not who we are and that's not what we represent. So, you know, there have been people in the past that, you know, are used to maybe that kind of toxic culture and getting away with things. But then when they come here to our community, they very quickly realize that that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the other members also back that up because we all want to have this really just a supportive place that we can call home. Do you guys have like a team camaraderie thing where you go out and you meet up at a restaurant after after your tournaments or is it similar to like playing, you know, basketball games and stuff you guys all get together and hang out after? We uh, I I think it's a little bit more more inclusive because what's great is that when it comes to gaming, you don't have to be a superstar athlete, for example, you don't have to be. you, know, you could be basically a, of any kind of, you know, national origin, identity, um, ability. Um, it, it really doesn't matter. And, and you'll be accepted here within our community. And so because of that, you know, a lot of our members really accept each other for who they are. And then we connect over games, but then we go out on a regular basis to dinner. So we do Taco Tuesdays every Tuesday and a bunch of us will go to Taco Tuesdays. Uh, after tournaments, you know, yeah, sometimes we'll have something to eat because we all get together but you know we really have more of a social gathering on a regular basis rather than just after games oh that's neat yeah can you tell me a little bit about this um this concept of big sky conference possibly including esports like your opinion on that yeah absolutely so uh, i've been in contact with big sky and and really have uh helped them de- develop a um, a potential esports program. Uh, nothing has been announced yet at this point in time, so you know we're not really sure exactly which direction that they're going to go. However, you know it's definitely in talks as to bringing something to Sac State uh, through Big Sky. Uh, definitely looking forward to hearing some good news, hopefully soon. And um, but that's that's pretty much all that I can really say, you know, in in regards to this. But I've definitely been plan part of the planning process. And, um, and, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that, yeah, that's that we'll have some really good, good info to share soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for coming. And it was nice speaking with you. I, I look forward to future podcasts and keeping us updated on the Big Sky Conference. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is really great. And, uh, and I always love sharing my passion for esports in this community. So anytime, by all means, let me know. All right. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the seventh episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. If you'd like to check out more State Hornet Sports content, go to statehornet.com sports. Tune in next week.